Welcome to the Reroll Gaming Podcast, where I, Tanner Prentice, guide five of my closest friends through an original adventure playing the tabletop role-playing game Pathfinder 2nd Edition. In the world of Rell, five strangers brought together a resistance under the shadow of the Blackreach Empire. Until everything changed. A villain and former lover named Hogoth fractured the planes of existence, ushering in an endless night and an era of undeath. All in the name of an undying dragon, Zarox. Now, the fate of Rel is left to these five adventurers. My name is Ayla, and I play Bo Cantrell, a fallen Asimar and cleric, with Cosmios, the god of fate, as my deity. Hi, my name is Zane, and I play Cinder Lafayette, the halfling investigator with a dicey past. My name is Octavia, and I play Starlet Moonbow of the Dragonfire Isles. Starlet, or Star, as she's better known by her companions, is on a mission to save her true love, Faya, from the Maiden of Spiders. Hi, my name is Latara, and I play Kiarin Nimone the Sadistic, the Dolel champion of Emin, who yearns for that redemption that is so far out of her reach. I'm Brendan, and I play Groth, the half-giant magus who may have fallen in love with the wrong man worshipped the wrong god, and then accidentally brought the two together. These five heroes are the last best hope to save Rel, but can they overcome this darkness that spreads under the shattered sky? Find out now on the Reroll Gaming Podcast. So I have a question. I am curious to find out. I know one person here will give me a yes. But out of everyone here, who, when given the option, would choose to mad dog? That's the wrong word. <laughs> it's never the right word. Uh, would choose would to ch raw dog garbage. <laughs> okay, what? Hold on. A so raw dog Mad dog, raw uh -huh. dog. Uh -huh. What is... What is raw dog garbage? You have mean? to tell can me, we, Tanner. Can we deconstruct? I, I have it under. So I, I have it under very good authority that you, when given the option, like to raw dog garbage. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I mean, I know what raw dogging means. Yeah, yeah. I would like I mean, to say, for the record, I do not have unprotected sex with garbage. <laughs> also, my name is Zane. No, That's but really he weird. has said that he raw dogs toilet seats in the terms of like he puts his bare ass on the public I ones. Do, so, I do like, raw dog toilet seats. That's I was That's told, monster. I was we, told, you have to sign up to our Patreon for that conversation. <laughs> I was told that when offered gloves, taking out garbage, Tan was like, nah, I'm going to raw no. dog it. That oh, is like multiple incorrect. times, not just once. That is incorrect. <laughs> I would never ever do that. Corey is telling you lies. It wasn't from this Corey. Is slander. It wasn't from Corey. <laughs> then God is telling you lies. Justin doesn't lie. <laughs> well, he does that all the time. There's no fucking way. I would not touch <laughs> disgusting ass. How else do you Justin know your verbiage that you use? There's, you say there's those two. Things. You're not. You're only half doxing yourself. <laughs> well, now. <laughs> Uh, no, anyway. I, I do not take out garbage from a food establishment without gloves. <laughs> this is slander, and I am going to sue you for this. We have, um, we have all $14 in your bank account. <laughs> we have this new guy that we're training at work, and like me and my supervisor just kind of had like the discussion after his first week, like, all right, you know, what do you think of him? And I'm just like, we're both like, like, I've drawn the conclusion he's doing really well so far, and he's great, and I think he's going to like do pretty well, but like, we're both just like, it's super weird that for whatever reason, when offered ear protection with all these screaming machines around him, he's like, nope, I'm good. And that's like the only note that we had. It's that like, is, why is this that dude is just weird. like, he's dude, like, yeah, my he... hearing's already fucked. And it's like, dude, it's going to get worse. Like, tinnitus isn't like a binary thing. Like, it's on a scale. Yeah. Also, like, that's, man, I don't know. I work with a lot of guys who don't use AirPro and they're like dropping bundles of fucking steel studs on concrete yeah. floors no. in unfinished buildings with no insulating material. I don't know if you know how fucking loud that is but it's worse than I a gunshot by do. a long shot yes um and i told them all because none of them can hear me when i talk to them i'm like you guys are fucking assholes for not using <laughs> ear protection because i would like to be able to, to like communicate with you especially like if i say hey duck everybody in the room is gonna be like what yeah and somebody's <laughs> gonna die 
Like, and it... <laughs> That's like somebody being like, oh yeah, I don't, I'm not gonna like, worry about dropping 80 pound bags of concrete off the second story because I don't care if I get hit in the head with one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. When I used to work cleaning hotels, multiple of my coworkers would just not wear gloves in cleaning and in, in like uh, grabbing people's like bedding uh, and stuff. And I think that's so fucking disgusting. And so also, gross. you're like cleaning piss and boogers and blood very often. Sometimes a little poop, you know. I mean, so. every time I've been in a hotel room, I've liberally saturated it in my own bodily fluids. So I'm assuming everybody else. <laughs> but like too. the bedding specifically, because it's usually yeah, if you're going out, it's gnarly. like you know people do stuff and it's like i don't want to fucking grab a sheet and then get a handful of like nasty Ugh. so gross. Like now when you say people do stuff it's just like the bed like pee on garbage. the shower right. wall and then yeah. you have to wipe it up wait Latara, i want to clarify weird. something you don't raw dog garbage right no okay. i would never in never choose justin is a garbage. liar i even put gloves on to clean my own bathroom not like a hotel bathroom I mean, that's just your own seasoning. That's fine. You don't need gloves. That's gross. <laughs> don't like that. I... I also put gloves on anytime I might be picking up something where spiders might exist. So that's mm. a smart move. I, you know that spiders can go in gloves, right? <laughs> I always like stomp on the top of my shoes that I haven't worn for a while before I actually put my foot in just in case there's a spider in there. <laughs> I do the thing that they teach smart. you to do if you go to like the desert and knock them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't because yeah. they will just crawl out and be angry and then bite my hands. <laughs> I raw dog my boots. You're disgusting. Yeah. Put them on. Actually, I raw dog my rain boots. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Same. Yeah, especially when t raw dogging the garbage. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh, that home. I, yes. Not raw dogging garbage. <laughs> my uh, home, my grand yes, but grandpa told me that part garbage. of <laughs> who part of the finish on the inside of uh, cowboy leather boots. Part of the reason they wax the inside is so that scorpions can't like grip onto them very well. So oh. when you go to knock them out, it actually ejects oh, the scorpion. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I was like, so yeah. they fall in and can't get out? That seems like the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Full boot of scorpions to start my day. <laughs> so the lesson to learn scorpion is trap always perfectly. safety first here. Mm. I am now imagining my Delta Green character scorpion trapped in a massive boot. <laughs> <laughs> grab on There's a scorpion my <laughs> I don't know, out. man. I can't get out of here. <laughs> The walls are too slick. The walls are too slick. This place is scary. <laughs> it smells like feet in here. I shouldn't have gave Dan my cocaine. <laughs> well, on that note. Wait, wait, wait. Before we start all the way. Did you guys see my, my steelbook copy of Spirited Away that I just got? I'm so proud of it. Yeah, why is it red? I don't know, but it's super cool. It's cool. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's special. What is it? Uh, it's a steelbook. Spirited Away. Uh, steel book. Spirit of the way. Steel book. It's like the case. Sorry, Oh, okay. So it's still the movie. It's not like a book. Book. No, no. Well, I mean, it has like some other cool shit inside, but I haven't opened it yet because I'm gonna buy another one. Type thing. Yeah. So that way I can open that one and put this one in my safe. They're not like worth a whole lot right now or anything, but I don't know. I like my Spirit of the Way books and in time. And what's his face retired and then was like. You guys all fucking Never suck. Mind. Nobody can take over He's my job. Like seven times. Yeah. 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 And then I, which makes me think, makes me think that at the end of all these movies, Hiro Miyazaki is just like, I fucking hate everybody. I hate this game. I don't want to play anymore. And then he comes back and he's like, All right, I got one more. <laughs> yeah, I got one seven more. Seven or eight like times. That, that Larry He's David putting out. Just being I like, Fuck you. I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, Robert the... Pattinson voices a pelican. Yeah. Hell yeah. Heron. I'm really excited. Yeah. Boy in the Heron. That's right. Heron. So I guess it's a Heron. I think probably. it comes out in theaters on December 3rd. Um, I probably won't I'm, see I bet it they'll theaters, play it. But... I bet they'll play it in theater. Go see. Hell yeah. Beep. Stop doxing yeah. us. All Sorry. of us, including well, I'm, We're me. just talking. <laughs> Oops. You got some sense. Be a better editor. If I, if I get my identity <laughs> stolen, I'm going to sue you. Just don't go to the yeah. Denny's. Right. Wherever. You're not going to get yeah, anything. Yeah, Denny's used from watching 990. Also, <laughs> whatever. Don't go there. Okay. Stop talking about it. We got to 
got to keep you on your to- your editing toes by just doxing us constantly. I don't. You do not need any help. <laughs> I'm gonna like just whisper like where you guys live. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> whisper the addresses and yeah. personal information. I'm gonna mute myself on Discord so you guys can't hear me talking. <laughs> I'm still talking during everyone else's. I'm, just, I'm like, she's doing it again. She's doing it. <laughs> oh, that'd be really funny. No, no. Especially if I didn't like find out until I'm editing. Like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> fucking speaking in Latin or something like oh uh, fuck it didn't look like there was a demonic possession going on on her screen but yeah. oh, that's funny I promised Christine I would ask you that Christina or Christine mm-hmm. Christina oh. that is a blatant lie and I'm mad I'm mad <laughs> that rumors like that are being spread no I've never done <laughs> Okay, you know what? Do you guys want to hear maybe the most disgusting story I have about myself? And you'll all look at me a different way. <laughs> We're just way. now getting no, to this. I, don't I feel like this. this should come before. Yeah, I don't know if even Ayla knows this. No. And you're going to tell us while recording. Can oh, we, man. like, get married first? No, because <laughs> so I don't want to. It's yeah. better to do this now. Okay, so. When I was 18. I threw a New Year's party at my house. No, you did tell me this, huh? I Disgusting. Okay, I feel better. I can't believe you. You fucking Dude. vile pig. <laughs> so gross. You guys, have you guys seen the movie, like, I think it was called, like, Party X or something? It came out oh, around yeah. the time. Yeah, it, Project it was, X. Project X. It was a nightmare scenario. I My buddies convinced me to have people over because my mom was out of town. And I was like, okay, let's have, like, 10, 15 people over. Quick cut to me really drunk in my house with over a hundred people crammed into my house. Like, this is a fucking nightmare. Somebody clogged the toilet and I had 48 hours to clean this house spotless before my mom got home. And the toilet was, I don't even know if I'm going to keep this in the episode. The toilet was filled to the brim with dark brown poop water. And just the most ungodly, like, sanity check smell permeating in this room just over and over. And I I would go in, try to plunge it, wouldn't work, tried to do everything. And eventually, and come to find out later, somebody flushed their keys down the toilet. Interesting. And eventually I got so desperate that I took a garbage bag, I taped it around my arm and reached in there to try to get it loose (laughs) and it ripped and i imagine on the keys and it filled with fucking poop water and then i immediately threw up into the full brim of poop water and splashed that all over the place and then just like ran out so bad i could not get it unplugged i moved in with my dad it's a nightmare, dude. Yeah. I like I so got you... the house spotless, except for some blood on the wall and some broken things. But like I got the house mostly spotless and texted my mom and was like, I'm moving in with dad. Uh Manny clogged the toilet. <laughs> so tang- tangible proof that Tanner, well, he may raw dog garbage, does not raw dog toilets. Apparently he does. Tim's not yeah. Yeah. I mean yeah. not voluntarily. Yeah. 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 I wore protection. Not on but... purpose. Is it... <laughs> Never mind. That's why he no longer bothers with protection. Uh, yeah, it's he's, over. He's had worse. Yeah. He's, he's been diseases, defiled. Whatever it is. <laughs> I want to know, like, did they drop their keys in and then shit in it? Or, like, what I imagine. So what had happened is, like, this girl, who I don't know, came to my door with her parents and was like, hey, I uh, lost my keys. And we turned up the whole place. Did not find it. And we went really hard into cleaning that place. And the only place we never got to see was the inside of the toilet. So I don't know. <laughs> that's my assumption is she flushed her keys down the toilet because we never, ever found them. Oh, I thought there was going to be like a follow up plumber story where they like finally called a plumber and then they like found out later or something. I think they just like took that part of the house off, just like drywalled <laughs> over it. <laughs> like... Like, this is truly a nightmare. So anyway, <laughs> we'll see if I keep that in the. Uh, that's a good description podcast. of what a bathroom looks like after Ronnie visits. <laughs> I was gonna. That's the smell of this abandoned hut. But actually, we're gonna start with Starlet Moonbow. Star, your boots crunch in the snow 
over this well-worn path that you and your allies have created between the abandoned shack here and the kind of main pathway through Fort Graverot. We last left off with you headed back to speak with Frost Knuckle. Is there anything you would like to accomplish on your way, or are you going directly there? Um, I think I'm just going directly there. I don't think I have anything else I can do, like, alone. Great. You approach the tent, and the two orcs standing guard interpose themselves between you and the tent flap. <clears throat> I'm here to speak with Frost Knuckle. They exchange a glance before one of them goes inside the tent, while the other repositions himself directly in front of you. After a few moments of waiting, the orc returns and gives you a silent nod as they open the flaps and you enter. Back in this tent with this war table, furs splayed over the ground and this... Oh god, I always forget. Brazier. Is that right? It's not brazier, right? Yeah, I think it's brazier. No, brazier. 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 <laughs> He's got brazier on. Burning <laughs> in this tent. He is He's burning naked. Completely. <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, Free the nipple. <laughs> he crosses his arms, turns back, and leans on his war table. What do I owe this visit? Uh, Star will come quite a bit closer to him without, you know, making him uncomfortable necessarily. She's like, I need to know if I can speak to you without fear of retaliation here. He looks around and he says, just you, me, and the wolves. And I don't know if Groth had shared or not that these wolves are moderately intelligent, but they stare at you with their bright red eyes. Um, hungry predators. Yeah, she didn't. Uh, let's see. I checked in on our prisoner, and he had some interesting things to tell me. Were they true? And she's gonna roll an insight on whatever he says. Okay. That depends on the things he told you. But I assume you can trust this man that you brought in here unbound to my tent. Well. You can roll a perception if you want. But. Yeah. <clears throat> I will, just for the sake of yep. rolling it. If I can have my <laughs> character open. Level one unnamed fighter, go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shit. Uh, it's called Adventurer, sir. Oh, so sorry. Yeah, it has not taken the fighter class yet. Unnatural 20. I think in this moment, little hard to read, and you guys are just kind of playing this game back and forth of, I don't know, you tell me. Yeah. All right. Star will trust Groth and his intuition she'll say I believe that you and I have the same motivation in this I think that neither of us likes what's going on here and me and my friends may or may not have a way to at least Start some shit, as they put it. I'm listening. Well, we have taken care of the guard outside of the outhouse, or whatever that place is supposed to be. It's quite disgusting. You killed Shaq? No, he's just he taking a nap. Days away from retirement. <laughs> <laughs> he had a pension. <laughs> no, he was a pretty chill guy. He's just taking a little booze nap. Um, <laughs> I believe we've 
although they are not very strong, rallied some of the people to help us for their own freedom. And I have spoken with your wolves, and all that they require is that the Beastmaster be disposed of, and they will help us for their freedom. I can't promise any of these things, of course, but I would say if I were in that situation and my freedom was on the line, I would do whatever I could to earn it. See now, that puts me in quite a position. Because when dawn breaks and I don't have any prisoners and I don't have any wolves, specifically the prisoner that everybody saw walk through here that a dragon asked for last night, and that priestess notices, or hell, the alchemist, or any of these despicable abominations, who do you think that's going to fall on? Why can't you come with us? Why can't you rally against them? Do you really wish to live this way? No. But I don't wish to be dragon food either. Go ahead and give me a diplomacy check. God damn it. Uh, pff, I don't get any bonuses or anything, right? I don't think so. You have a reroll? No, because we haven't gotten one in like two episodes. Uh, get good. Shut up. <laughs> shut up or I will reroll. I'm going to wipe my own memory. Uh, 16. That's what I got for you. Okay. Come down tomorrow, that dragon's going to be in this camp. Whether I want it to or not. Now, I need to know if I need to not be here. It's up to you and your prisoner what the dragon finds. And don't forget, quite a large reward if he is here in the morning. Well, in this world, Rewards mean very little to me. Maybe back when I was a traveling fighter, adventurer, storyteller even. But in this world, it pays to be friends with me. And I make sure my friends know it. I will speak with my people. And... Well, if you hear howling... Stay clear. Noted. And with that, unless there's anything else, I think Star's gonna try to head back to her friends and figure out what the fuck we're gonna do. And as you exit the tent, give me a perception check. Twenty-eight. I assume, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I assume you do not speak Jotun. I do not. Language of the Giants. Okay. So you hear strange voices, even though it was just you, Frost Knuckle, and the wolves of being like, as Frost Knuckle carries on a conversation, but you do pick up with a 28, he says. Be ready to move. We might leave at dawn. Not to you. Cinder? Um, more just a technical question. Uh, even if you don't speak a language, you can roll something to see if you can like identify what language it is, right? Or like, is yeah, that just yeah. something that, yeah. Um, I would say society, maybe, or maybe nature, if you want to try to identify the language. In fact, I will give it to you, it's Jotun, because you are traveling with a companion who speaks Jotun. Yeah, yeah, I was wondering yesterday you heard it. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. You might cool. pick up like the word for fajita. <laughs> fajita. Ah, yes. Uh, those giant fajitas, yes. Taco's Great Adventure, the reroll edition. One man's fajita is another man's burrito. 
Meanwhile, I don't know. <laughs> meanwhile, back at the abandoned shack, what are the rest of you doing while Starlet is missing or gone? It's also abandoned. There's like 20 people in here. <laughs> abandoned by its previous owners. <laughs> abandoned by all care. What do you do in this squatter shack? Yeah. <laughs> what is a abandoned by the? Who all is in here with us still? Is it just me and Ooh. Cinder? You um, and Cinder and Bo, I, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Now I will say real quick at this point, Kiaran Shack, the frost troll, does kind of <laughs> hiccup himself back awake and leans up and is like, <laughs> Shack, pass out. <laughs> Kieran will kind of clap him on the shoulder and be like, I never thought I would uh, outdrink a troll. I'm picturing that always sunny scene with Charlie. It's like, oh, buddy, you're you're dreaming right now. Like, I'm, I'm dreaming? If I'm dreaming, then I'm not peeing. <laughs> you know how drink Shaq. Shaq only have 17 hot dog. Empty stomach. <laughs> Well, if you want, I can continue to keep watch, and you can go to the tavern. I'm sure that Priestess will get you some food. Oof. Shaq don't like Priestess. Yes. Priestess mean. And it seems she is slowly taking control of this camp. Uh, Shaq no care. Always bring food, always bring ale. Have you seen their new, their new guards watching the gates, repairing things? They don't need food. How long until you receive one of these brands? With or without your permission? Roll a diplomacy check. I believe you are trying to sort of make an impression here. Yeah, I'm trying to... Make him start thinking about his position in the camp a little bit more. Okay. 29. Okay. He kind of throws his head back and blinks rapidly. Shaq hasn't thought about that. Ugh. Get more ale. You want ale? Uh, I think I need to stay a bit more sober for the rest of the evening. You might want no. to as well. <laughs> no. <laughs> and at that point, he just sort of lumbers off. <laughs> One thing you do notice as Shaq is leaving is where some of these areas are rather icy and slippery and difficult terrain, he just goes directly plowing through snow like it's nothing. This is clearly his home environment. Mm. Inside the shack, what is going on between you three? I think if I hear Shaq leave, uh, Grout's going to be at the door like, Yarn. You're there. Was yes, that shock? What? What'd you Was say? Was that shock? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Shock. Shaq went to get some more, uh, mead. Can you open the door? Or is it locked? I mean, I think we've determined. That you can open, open the door if you want. <laughs> yeah. Why are yeah. we talking like this? I don't know how to operate this thing. What do you call it? (laughs) Handy. (laughs) As he's leaning against it, Karen pulls it open. Oh, (laughs) thank you. Uh, Yeah, I think Groth is going to uh, immediately figure out the next, like, corner that he and Cinder could duck behind. And, uh... Where are you going? What's the plan? First, we're going to go scope out the tannery. Unless you've seen it there. I don't think any of us have. Uh, I have not, but maybe Flint will make an appearance. He seemed to be headed that direction when I saw him. He seemed to have a stick up his ass when I last saw him. Cinder here has a friend up there. Probably. 
Look, I'm in over my head here. It's pretty fair to say that the weights are stacked against us at the moment, but I need to get... I need to get Edwin out of here, and I need to get him back to Bronze Hammer as soon as possible. There's a place for you there, if you help me. Should I stay and watch these people or come along? I think you should make it look like nothing has changed here at the shack. I think our goat friend might have a friend there as well that needs rescuing. Sounds like it's all from one man. Like, Cinder pipes up at this too and says, Goat friend. Uh, what kind of... Is does is this breed of goat, like, have a specific name or anything like that? Brunhilda. <laughs> Brunhilda, that's her name. Thank you. I couldn't remember her name. <laughs> um, Would these are king's goats. No. They're what? King's goats. They're okay. goats that have been pretty much, like, not like a purebred, but kind of like a war horse where it's it's... Born yeah, right. with and trains with the rider from birth to the battle steed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, Cinder uh, perks up at that and says, Your goat friend. Was it a large black goat, long black hair? King's goat, if I'm not mistaken. I Solid believe that was ready to go. Sorry. What Flint called it. Interesting. That will have been. That will have been Edwin's goat. That does mean that he should be here. Oh, is Edwin... Or he's at least in the area. Is Edwin one of these uh, strong warriors that Groth was telling us about? He's a legionnaire. Dwarf. Very strong. I was sent out to find him. I believe we know for sure he's here, right, Groth? I haven't confirmed it's him, but uh, everything's pointing that way. Yeah. And I think, I mean, that was a couple episodes ago, but I think we even established it last episode. You told Cinder that already, I think. Yeah, yeah. I had mentioned that there yeah. was definitely like a, a Dorvin legionaries camp we had found. Not that I was there that, for the conversation, but. And no, the, I mean, it's just, it's funny because, yeah, like you, we haven't actually confirmed that it's specifically the person that Cinder is looking for yet, but I mean, all the evidence is definitely pointing to that. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely told you about the camp and uh, the. I, I probably, maybe I as a player forgot, but Groth definitely would have told you about the uh, interrogation and about hearing like confirmation from I think it was uh, Frost Knuckles' wife or girlfriend or whatever that there was a dwarf in the tannery. So yeah. I'm like, yeah. Well, okay. I'm sure Bo, and she'll glance over at Bo, will back me up on this, but there's definitely something dark in that direction as well. Maybe wait for Star, and you all go together, and I'll continue guarding here. I tell her, uh... I think Roth thinks for a second, but he knows... He already knows <laughs> that Star stopped by the wolves, whether he actually knows that or not. <laughs> says, uh... Yeah. Tell her that the wolves want to talk to her again. I'll meet her over there. You're going to make your way to the wolves? Good meeting point as any. Okay, just don't take any unnecessary risk. Holy man, you coming? If you need me, do you have a way of signaling? Oh. We've planned a lot of signals and we've never used them. <laughs> I mean. I think if I need you, you'll probably know. I better. Okay, so what exactly is the plan here to get maybe the most well-known prisoner in this camp deeper inside without anybody being suspicious? So, well, Groth's going to... Actually, that is something I kind of want to mention before I take off, too. Um, so Groth has a plan. Not often, but today he does. <laughs> Frost Knuckle... He wants this on death out of his camp. He wants it gone. And I want me gone. Well, I'm thinking when that dragon shows up tomorrow, because he did, he did say that to me, when that dragon shows up tomorrow, either all of us are gone and he has a story 
about the king of the undead's own staff betraying him, stealing his prisoner, and leaving in the middle of the night, or we're all exactly where we're supposed to be. Otherwise, everybody here is dead. You saw what that white dragon did to... Oh, fuck, what was that called? The place that we saw go down on our way up to the temple. What was that called, oh, Dan? Godfrey's, Godfrey's Watch. Godfrey's Watch, yeah. yeah. God's Twat? Yeah, mm. that one. You saw what that dragon did to Godfrey's Watch. What do you think it'll do to this place? It sticks for walls. So, you guys can always just kill the dragon. Yeah, yeah, of course. Just go hunt the dragon and kill it, and then no sweat. So I know it's around here. Before morning, if any of us want to live, and we don't want to give me up, that priestess and that Tanner had better be dead, hidden, <laughs> burned. Sorry, what? The Tanner has the... Yeah. Die? <laughs> so anyways, yeah. That's a... Uh... Okay. And Groth is saying this to every, making sure everybody can hear it. I mean, I think that's probably the most straightforward way to handle the situation. Is I think we should start lighting shit on fire. Hell yeah. Just burn the whole camp down before the dragon comes back. It's problem solved. Yeah. Yeah. We saved the city. <laughs> <laughs> From a dragon. Okay. So I guess my question is, the three of you, Cinder, Bo, and Groth, are you trying to move stealthily to the wolf pens? It is moderately close, uh, looking on the map here. Uh, yeah, I think- Bo is not stealthy. <laughs> oh, sorry. I think Groth is just gonna generally wait until there's not obviously a lot of eyes turned in this you know if there's a big group passing by obviously I'm not gonna cross right then um, right okay so whatever stealth there is to be had by a giant in an open field I guess yeah <laughs> let's go ahead and get stealth checks from all of you guys is anybody a expert in stealth no okay good I will say, you know, this is a short distance around a less populated part of the camp. It's not going to be super difficult, but it might raise some suspicions. Uh, 23 for Groth. Not bad. Not too bad. Uh, Flaccid 20 for Cinder. Flaccid 20 for Cinder. Okay. Yeah. Although, I don't, I mean, I'm like... I don't mean to retroactively like backpedal anything, but like I don't really think that would be Cinder's plan. I'm confused what we're even it, doing, so. honestly. I don't understand. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like Groth wants to go talk to the wolves because we're about to set off a big part of the plan. That's what I'm getting from it. Are we just trying to raise chaos at this point? Is that sort of what I'm gathering? I mean, that's what I'm seeing. Like, okay, we we kind of have like I, a couple routes we can go, and if we're not running away, we have to do something, or we're gonna die. I. I think yeah, and I hate to say it too, but if that is actually the plan, Cinder definitely wouldn't be going to the wolf pen. She's she'd be a lot more effective in like managing all of these prisoners that we just freed. So we're trying to like create chaos and then maybe get the legionnaire out. I think Groth's plan wasn't to create chaos; it was to make it look like the undead left in the night with the prisoners. Exactly. Like. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah we just want to give give Frost Knuckle reason to tell the dragon like yeah your fucking people conspired against me and stole my prisoner and I think they're taking my place in uh, bronze hammer that okay. was kind of the idea there because if all the undead people are gone nobody's there to tell a story except for how, how will they be gone though well we'll kill them I don't know if we can do we're that kill the priestess. Yeah, how are we going to do that that doesn't sound like something we're able to do but I don't know I mean, if we rally people like we've been trying to do the last like three episodes, like the wolves and the prisoners and stuff, and maybe Frost Knuckles guys. I mean, like it's we have almost a small army. Keep in mind that yeah. these prisoners aren't 
warriors. There are no way fighting conditions. Yeah, yeah no, I'm not. Like, I, like, so I've acknowledged that. I have yeah. not yeah. ever <laughs> expected them to be fighters. I've they that being more said, on the distraction side of things. So, but Groth has something up his sleeve a little bit. He was truly dedicated to Zarox in the past and could probably leverage that to some extent. You know, uh, so he's got a little, not an ace up his sleeve, maybe, but like a, but a, a um, jack. Do we? Ex- I uh, I don't know. I was under the impression that um, Frost Knuckle didn't seem like he wanted to be like involved. Like he didn't like he wanted something to happen, but he didn't want to be part of it. But I I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he can't. That's not really an option for him. He is part of it, so he he's kind of got to make his decision on whether or not he's going to be part of it. But yeah, it just seemed like a pretty important piece of information, though. Even if she didn't get the broader context of the conversation, I think actually, right before you guys are sort of coming to the conclusion of going to the Wolf Pin, Star does return. She wasn't gone for very long. Okay, Star. Did you talk to Frost Knuckle? I did, and he, well, what he said was really that he needed to know if he should be gone before the morning, or if we have something else planned. I'll go talk to him soon. (laughs) And I will, to save the actual dialogue, I'll, I'll just catch you up on what we just talked about. Maybe, uh, I know you're a very sneaky star, but I'm not sure about Groth. Maybe take him back as a prisoner for whatever reason. Yeah, I suppose I could make that work. I think if you have that established as a cover story already, it might be wise to stick with it. Groth will, uh, throw his hands back in his bindings. Alright. Okay. Um, Cinder also, too, will just, um, yeah, she'll just say, um, look, I'm, I'm next to Worthless in a fight, and I guess I'm okay at sticking to the shadows, but in a battle of wits, a charm, I'm second to none. If that can be helpful to you, then please let me know. Let's see what we see at the Connery. It's very yeah. possible. I mean, <laughs> they can't. <we're... laughs> Damn it. <laughs> the cannery and the watch, cannery. Watch, watch Delta Green. That's, yeah, watch Delta Green. Those canneries. I didn't even make that connection. <laughs> hoping to convince Frost Knuckle to help in some way, and you say you're good with words, it might be more difficult, but maybe Bo can take you back to him as well if you guys can come up with a reason to be shoving two prisoners into his tent at night. Bo? You mean Star? Well, Star would be leading Groth and Bo leading Oh, I Cinder. see. We could put it as the little one was trying to kill our prisoner before he had a chance to uh, provide us with our reward. Easy enough. Okay. But right now, we have a tannery to check out. Wait, are you oh. going to the tannery first? Yeah. I was. Okay. We, well, we at then, least want to scope yeah, it. We're confirm not. that Cinder's whole reason for being in this fucked up orc camp is even actually in the orc camp. The yeah. That'll I, just I, be harder to sneak to because. Well, really I think. Have, uh, I guess you could say that the they called for more prisoners to the tannery since we know they bring prisoners there. It might be more wise if it seems that there is an opportunity to sow discourse into the ranks. Maybe I should go talk to the leader. If he's unstable in his footing and is unsure of the future here, we might be able to exploit that. Perhaps you and the giant can go confirm what's going on in the tannery. Well, was it Bo? Yeah. Bo and I... (laughs) Bo and I can go talk to Frost Knuckle. 
Also, I'm sorry about earlier. That's like not a really great first impression, and I hope that I can make your change your mind. <laughs> She'll smile and just says, "Regardless, you got me out of a really bad spot. So, at the end of the day, you have my thanks." Okay. Cool. So, Star and Groth going to the tannery. Bo and. Cinder going to Frost Knuckles' tent. Kieran, are you staying here? What are you doing? <clears throat> I'm staying here to keep appearances up. And also, I do want to be somewhat protective of the prisoners here. Okay. Excellent. So real quick, this is happening. We're going to start with Star and Groth, because I think you guys probably... Sp yes, Lothar? Sorry, just real quick. Uh, it'd be good for you guys to have a meetup place once they're done talking. Wolves. And you've scouted. Wolves. Yeah, probably the wolves. wolves. So, so, no one really knows, like, in this camp, what happened in the farmhouse so far, right? Like, that Nobody was kind of... To keep yeah. it Nobody knows. To think. And Groth is supposed to be in there in... Cinder's supposed to be in there, so if they are seen, then they're gonna be like, oh, well, they're out. Well, I think that we're hoping that you guys can act like you're leading yeah, a prison escort someplace. Yeah, right. Okay. Like a cover. Yeah, okay. you guys Gros have kind of, hands everybody, yeah, you guys like are kind of like... you were sent to bring... Yeah, we're the big bads that just walked into their camp, so... And I right. imagine probably not, like, with impunity, but I think you guys have kind of established, like, a rapport here among, like, at least, like, the underlings and shit, right, Tanner? Yeah, so what I am actually going to require from... I need one deception roll from each team, and I don't care which one of you gives it. Deception... Sorry. Deception or performance. Just for you guys to walk like you're... You know, to sell the <laughs> sell the ruse. Yeah. Like you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. I'll roll a uh, performance. Uh. Okay. I have really good deception too. So. I mean, I think it probably wouldn't be too meta to like say you could probably defer to whoever is better in this situation. What I w what I will say is one person can aid the other with whichever check. I'll roll to aid. Okay. Okay. So try to hit a DC 20, Brennan. Yeah, 29. Okay, that's plus one to your roll on top of your bonuses. Star. Nice. 27. Okay. Now for the other team, who's rolling and is anybody aiding? Um, I, I rolled. I'll aid, yeah. Okay, Bo is, can probably tell like a, a mean story around the campfire, but he's not an actor. So. <laughs> okay, Bo, roll DC 20. Try to get a plus one. Uh, um, bleh, I forget how to. Where's my little dice? Oh, there it is. I rolled a 14. Okay, so no aid, but Cinder, what did you get? Rolled a three. Mm. Hit it with the re roll. Bam, bam, bam. Mm -hmm. Rolled 19. Got a 33. Ah, very good. Ooh, 33. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Got no rerolls left. Hell yeah. Me either. Raw dog in the rest of this fucking <laughs> session. I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like the trend we started. This is Latara. So I think. <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot, Tara. <laughs> so I think you guys exit the sort of abandoned farmhouse. Walking down, I think pretty quickly you guys pass by Shaq. Shaq looks quizzically at you, but the nature of the confidence that you exude in this situation. Cinder? Can I take this opportunity? I was actually thinking about this earlier when we're passing by Shaq. I want to use something that I have called So Rumor. Okay. Interesting. Mm. And I want to imply like either by just saying like something passively back to Bo as we're passing by Shaq that like like oh is it true that Frost Knuckle is thinking of moving camp in the middle of the night or something like that something to like give the idea okay or it's just yeah maybe even more so just being like is it true that you guys are moving us like the prisoners overnight 
Okay. You, can, you kind of get what I'm going for. Uh, yeah. So okay. you pass by Shaq, and he looks quizzically for a moment, but immediately is just. I do have to roll for this, by the way. Not, not oh. to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But hold on a second. Um. It says you roll a secret deception check. Do you want me to roll? No, it? you you just roll it. We're not doing secret checks. Okay. But you're you're totally in charge of setting the DC against my deception. Okay, great. And I'm an expert. I have a plus 14. I don't know if that helps you kind of gauge how difficult this is going to be. I imagine with Shaq, it's probably not that hard to kind of mold his brain. Probably, probably going to be pretty fucking easy. So, okay. Give me it's a also roll. shit-faced. 30. Um, and there is a crit success thing, too. Okay. Uh, yeah, you crit succeed. Okay. Your rumor spreads like wildfire. Anyone who succeeds at a check to gather information. This is where it gets really gamey. On the specific subject, learns your rumor in preference to other rumors about the subject. Your rumor persists for up to one month. Okay. So, but I only told it to one person so far, so that's probably got pretty limited effect. Probably because nobody really takes anything that Shaq says seriously, but it's a start. Okay. Well, with how this is playing out, Shaq walks by you and his worries are set to ease, as you guys clearly know what you're doing. But his head does follow a little bit as you're whispering this rumor. And he continues on, passes through the gate, and approaches you, Kieran, and sets down a pony keg right in the snow in front of you, and he's like, got you one, and then rips open the other one and starts sipping on it. He says, Shaq heard crazy rumor. (laughs) And I think to kind of paint this too, like just to give you the tone, I think that like, is trying to instill this sort of like reverence for Frost Knuckle that he's a strong leader and he's if he says that everybody's gonna get ready to move overnight then they're like okay they probably start doing that so what you're kind of getting at is like you're sowing the seeds of like a fraction in the camp sort of yeah more or less fracture. that like there might already be that that fracture between um and I don't know how much of this actually really Cinder knows and how much of it is just kind of like you know, sometimes you like give somebody the broad brushstrokes and they'll kind of form their own opinions sure. or whatever. But basically that like there is kind of this fracture between like the priestess and the undead and then Frost Knuckle, who may or may not really want to be a part of that. And that he's probably going to like. I don't know, kind of like separate himself and his men from that and like rise up and kind of take charge himself. OK. There's kind of a lot of information, but like I'm sort of just exploring how this can work. Picking up what you're putting down. Right. But continuing on throughout the camp, a couple of glances at you from passing orcs, mostly in wonder that this half-masked giant is here, knowing the dragon must return soon. And we'll start actually with Star and Groth. As you guys approach the tannery, you have split off from Cinder and Bo as they have gone to Frost Knuckles' tent. Now you are staring at this thick leather tent with stretched tan hides, curiously pale on the outside. The door flap is closed. How do you want to approach this? You're probably, say, like 30 feet away at this point. And nobody seems to be around you. These orcs avoid this tannery like the plague. Is there any living flora in this area at all? Laura? Flora. Like flora. Plant, flora. Plants. <laughs> I was confused too. I, I heard like, Laura too. What? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know how Where maybe? Like, thick the snow blanket is here, but uh yeah, you there's like a um uh the top of like some snowberries that are sticking out of the snow. You see maybe a little, one of those, like, tree wells beneath it. Oh, nice. I see what you're doing. That's cool. Hell yeah. Um, Yeah, I'm going to get between the tannery and the cliff, since that just has the fewest angles to see me from. Okay. And uh, I'm going to bend down and touch the roots on this trunk and use my root reading ability. Okay. Now walk me through that one more time. Uh... General insights into the immediate vicinity. Um, if there are any unnoticed medium or larger creatures, I learn of their presence, but I don't know where they like they're undetected to me. Okay. Um, plus one status bonus to try to seek them, and 
I learn a vague sense of direction on any creature, medium or larger, that's passed through in the last hour. Okay. Nobody has come or gone in the past hour, but you sense three presences, medium or larger. Cinder? Um, I'm just curious if, since he went around the back, if there's, and this is a relatively untrafficked area, would like, would Flint's tracks be obvious at all? Give me a survival check, Groth. See if you pick up on this. You can as well, um, Star. If it helps, Kieran did mention that she saw Flint go that direction. Mm. Yeah. The uh, 26. It was a really good roll. My survival is not that great. 17. <laughs> Groth, I think... I think most of these tracks are gone and you don't even notice until you are doing your root reading and you are paying attention to the plant and the earth beneath and you see a small slit cut in the back of this tent and maybe a few footprints remaining from where Flint had knelt down and peeked through this tent. And the distinct smell of milk. Hmm. Mixed with the overpowering stench of a hundred rotting, burned, tanned corpses. Um, yeah, by the way, it smells really bad over here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I've been clear. It's all right, I'm used to it. <laughs> I just was sitting in poop for like two hours. <laughs> it actually smells really that. good over here. <laughs> it smells <Yeah>. like roses. <laughs> um, does a... Is it obvious whether or not there's more than one set of tracks? Uh, no, it is not obvious. All you okay. really see is just the, a couple of footprints here that have been partially buried by the snowfall that has started up about an hour ago. Okay. Well, uh, I guess in that case, I will point at the slit to Star. I'll say, uh, I could take a look, but... Your, your head might look a little less obvious. You're small and white. All you right. can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, Star will go. Go have a listen. Okay, give me oh, a stealth uh, and a perception. Uh, there's three, uh, three of something in there. Three. Star's gonna bang together the pots and pans she has with her and also take a listen. <clears throat> no, um... <clears throat> What'd you say? Uh, uh, stealth and deception? Stealth and perception. Perception. Perfect. Um, so the perception is 17. The stealth is... 22. Not rolling good tonight. Okay. I think you peek into the tent but you only get a brief moment to look as you see this humanoid-looking creature hu uh, not huddled, um, leaning over this operation table, working on something that you distinctly recognize as the red of flesh. But as you're sitting on this snow, a little bit of it crunches beneath and you make just the most sudden noise the head whips back on this alchemist and you aren't seen but you just barely dodge out of the way in fact she is on her way to investigate this cut in the tent and we'll find out just how keen she is at the seek action next week on reroll gaming podcast oh fook fook me hmm Fook, fook, fook. It's getting Ooh. spicy again. <laughs> Staying <I> mean... spicy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you for listening to the Reroll Podcast. The world of Rel and all characters within are copyright and fictitious. Any similarities to persons, living or dead, or actual events are purely coincidental. Reroll Gaming uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. Used under Paizo's community use policy, we are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. 
Reroll Gaming is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Want to follow us on social media, listen to another episode, or send us hate mail? Check out our link tree for all our info. You can find that link in the episode description. Big thanks to Tabletop Audio for producing quality RPG music and ambiance that we can use in our games. The reroll main theme and all character themes are copyright Zing Gehring. The Chronicles of Rail theme and Frequency theme are copyright Tanner Prentice. Please consider donating to our Patreon or Ko-fi if you liked our content. We are hell-bent on making more and with your support we can make a lot more. And leave us a review wherever you heard this episode. New episodes every Monday at 12am Pacific Standard Time. See you then.